I've got a giant, pulsating, unexplained phenomenon. The queen is a lizard. I've left bloodstains on the carpet. Top 10 saddest anime deaths. Why don't you come and explain this cryptid? Scooby-Doo monsters unleashed. I've got an unexplained sighting to show you. I'm feeling Illuminati. Give me another mystery, Daddy. Oh, this goes all the way to the top. It's a conspiracy. I've never been to school. Oh no, all my theories are leaking out of me. Ah! Those leaks are gonna ruin the upholstery. Welcome to Sticky Leaks um, with uh, James and Amy. Uh, we are a podcast um, that takes some of the world's biggest mysteries, murders, disappearances, unexplained happenings, um, conspiracy th- theories, um, and basically text them incessantly until they come home with us um, and agree to be probed in every single direction, whether they like it or not, but always with their utmost consent. Um, we have done so much research, uh, mm. so much thinking and have analysed each of these stories within an inch of their lives. And it's safe to say we are the experts um, on everything that we talk about. Isn't that right, James? Do you know what, Amy? I would say so. I would. I wouldn't even say so. I know so. Um, yeah. it's, I think it's just important for um, for listeners who have just trawled through endless fucking information and podcasts and documentaries about bullshit that never gets solved. And do you know what? We us two, we just looked at it and we were like, okay, that's so sick. Someone needs to go right now and solve what happened there because whatever's going on needs to be brought to justice, and that's fucking mad. Like, we're a podcast that gives closure. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And I think our, our listeners are actually really lucky to have us. I would um, say so. In that respect, um, because, you know, where would they be without us? Just confused by everything, I think. And like, sorry to bring you to the format of a podcast, which is inherently straight and boring, but we're taking the, the whole system, flipping it upside down, giving it a little private kiss, putting a small plaster on, and then uh, getting on with it, really. Exactly. We're just bloody exactly. fed up, to be honest. And we just want all this stuff done. So I guess, like, you know, in the spirit of getting things done, James, you've got a story for me today. Why don't you tell I me about it? I do. Um, I have what probably would be, would, would be considered one of the biggest global conspiracy theories in the whole world, I guess, considering it kind of, <laughs> it kind of encapsulates the whole world. Do you have any idea what I've, what I've, what I've done? <laughs> what have you done? What have I bloody um... done? You've done a shit in the toilet. Um, I did actually just now, and it smelled like Subway. (laughs) Why do all... Okay, here's a conspiracy for you. Why do all Subways smell exactly the same? Honestly, I I can't wait to dig into that one and get get to the file on that one, because bloody hell. They honestly do. Like, even if you go to, like, Australia, Subway smells exactly the same, and it always makes me feel ill. I used to throw up every time I had a subway and I once had one when I was at uni and I came back to do some revision and threw up all over my notes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I think, (laughs) and now I've got a BSC. So, um, you know, um, I think you're going to tell me about the Illuminati today. Am I correct? No, you're not. Oh, really? No, you're not. You're not correct. I guess, I mean, obviously it flirts with it. Everything does. But, I um, always flirt with the Illuminati. I mean, you are every time you do a text, Amy, because they're always watching, they're always out there. God, I can't wait to dig into the Illuminati, actually. We can maybe do a special. Mm. We can both get involved. Yeah, I mean... A big a is... bumper edition, because they're like, you know, Beyonce is like not a, not a task for a single gal. That's true. Um, and she is a Virgo sun, Scorpio moon, like me, and I know that we can be very tricky. Dangerous. Well, actually, yeah. so what I've actually done is um, I'm going to put this to, to rights once and for all. Is the earth flat? <laughs> yes. 
Well, we Next know question. You, we know your opinion on it. So let's, <laughs> let's just start. Should we just dive in? Come on. Just dive in. Dive so, in. Basically, crazy, right? Absolutely mad. Earth is flat. What is it? Isn't it? Let's have a look. So, um, so the flat earth comes from like, so I mean, back in the day, we're talking like 323 BC in Greece until like the Bronze Age, the Iron Age, generally every culture on, in, on Earth thought it that that particular Earth that they were on was flat. The idea of a spherical Earth first appeared in Greek philosophy with Pythagoras, and then later with Plato and Aristotle, who provided evidence for the spherical shape of the Earth on empirical grounds. And generally after that, everyone on Earth started to believe that the Earth that they were on at that time was actually a sphere. Mm. But... Despite scientific fact and evidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but this is scientific fact that Pythagoras, a maths teacher, has mm. has suggested. Like an Aristotle English fu- teacher. Yeah, boring. Who listens to their teachers? What would Plato be? Probably like psychology. No, yeah. probably just the classics He's... taught himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, these are three male teachers. So I mean you've got to bear all this in mind, to be honest. So yeah. Yeah, so basically, until quite recently, generally everyone thought the Earth was round for a very, very long time. You know, before Jesus, after Jesus, all that stuff. Jesus himself was probably like, yes, fear, come on, get on with it. So the resurgence of this flat Earth theory first came around in the 19th century by this guy called Samuel Rowbotham, who published a a pamphlet called The Zetiac Astronomy, which I'm kind of like quite into that name it sounds quite zesty and fun um he later expanded this pamphlet into a book called earth not a globe <laughs> which do you know what gets right down to it it's like a daniel that... Steele novel just get you know you know bang 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 that's where we are that's what this book is about like the seo on that is is fucking great, exactly though. there's no bells and whistles about it. earth not a globe <laughs> And that uh, book proposed that the Earth is actually a flat disk centred at the North Pole and surrounded by a southern edge wall of ice, or Antarctica, uh, on the edge of the disk, which was a giant ice wall, so you couldn't really get over the top of that. Um, uh, He further held that the sun and moon were 3,000 miles away above the Earth, and that the cosmos was about 3,100 miles away. Um, he also published a leaflet titled The Inconsistency of Modern Astronomy and Its Opposition to the Scriptures. So this dude was quite, like, biblical in his understanding of all this stuff. He argued that the Bible, um, along with our senses, <laughs> supported the idea that the earth was flat and immovable, and this essential truth should not be set aside for a system based solely on human conjecture. That's my approach to, to life. Samuel like... Robotham is quite an amiable figure, I reckon, in back in the day. <laughs> quite like an antagonist in the community. <laughs> Like Samuel Rowe Botham is basically like your pen name for like the first ever boyfriend and um, <laughs> the physical ailment that hurts you the most. Um, I mean, literally, <laughs> I can imagine him as like an amenial desk. Like you'd probably play him in a flashback sequence in a film, <laughs> and he'd be like walking around town. I reckon quite like a gassy fellow. Oh and, my god, he's so gassy, isn't he? So gassy, quite quite like oh, and handing out his bloody pamphlet. Like a like a like a queer kind of... at a zine fair. <laughs> <laughs> like some also... kind of cursed new takeaway. <laughs> I also love that um his kind of spacing out of um like the the sun and moon and the cosmos. Like I love that there's like a hundred miles between them. Do you reckon there was a service station on the way? Oh, I'd imagine so. Yeah, because like I mean, He's... so the idea, like when you look at a picture of it, it looks basically like a snow globe. And then you've got the sky, the sun, the moon, and then just above that cosmos, where yeah. all, the, all the Bible stuff's kept. <laughs> I get because he like sounds very much like he would um, appreciate um, a service station and getting like a a ginster's pasty. Um, oh, like, oh god, definitely. Yeah, feels very much his vibe. Um, yeah, yeah, like he is definitely that kind of guy. Like I do, I see him as quite a camp figure. I see him as quite a kind of pompous but well-meaning and. Obviously, completely uh, detached from normal society. <laughs> so, a bit of an outcast, as if, you know, cla- just the classic outcast who pub- publish a pamphlet. Because mm. I don't think anyone, any good has come from a pamphlet, in my experience. No, you're right. You're right. I also, like, pamphlet just sounds dirty, doesn't it? Pamphlet culture. I'm not in for it. No. Like, that kind of, like, 
greasy almost texture of a, of a bit of the paper and like mm. who keeps a pamphlet you they don't keep <laughs> pamphlets don't keep it all <laughs> so anyway this was this is the, the mid 1800s this would jump ahead now to the to 1956 a man called samuel shenton who lived and died as a pisces born and died in pisces season so mm. slippery fella created the international flat earth research society as a successor to the very first Zetiac Society, and that all was centred from his home in Dover. <laughs> uh, um, but unlike the Perev guy, Robotham, uh, Shelton's interests were more to do like alternative science and technology as opposed to like religious theory and religious kind of... Because basically in the Bible it does state that the earth is flat, the earth has four corners, and there is some kind of dome. Like these, oh. that's, these ideas all come from the Bible. It's basically people, someone taking the Bible in, in, incredibly literally in terms of its description of the Earth itself. Whereas who would this dude, do that? Oh, who has ever done that? Who's ever cherry-picked from that fucking book? Um, <laughs> read another book! Literally, read another book. We get it. You've read the Bible. Put it down. Pick up normal people. Everyone seems to be enjoying it. <laughs> so yeah, this tricky little Pisces, he has started up the International Flat Earth Research Society from his home. <laughs> when So this is, so bear in mind, this is like the 50s to 60s. This is when lots of progress was going in, into space, all that stuff. When was, this, when was the moon landing? Like 60s, wasn't it? Like 65? Six, 69, I think. Was it? Love that. 67. No, 67. No, everything's only happened in 69. There's too much happening in 69. Stonewall and fucking Judy Garland died, didn't they? Same weekend. Um, So, yeah. So, so, so obviously, satellite images could be then produced to sort of disprove this theory, to which uh, Shenton remarked, it's easy to see how a photograph like that could fool the untrained eye. Later asked about similar photographs, he attributed the curvature to to the use of a wide-angle lens. And uh, he said, it's a deception of the public and it ain't right. <laughs> um, was, the, was this guy like the first ever gammon? Oh, like, uh, he's such a Shouting gam, about yeah. things from such his health in Dover. Uh, absolutely. I mean, also who lives in Dover? Only gammons. That is Nigel, Nigel Farage's constituency, I think. Fanet mm. is well known. So a, a high publicised burn was when uh, in, in 1969... So there's, he persuaded this guy called Ellis Hillman, who was a, a, a lecturer at East London Polytechnic, it points out. Lol, so rude. <laughs> and he wants he wanted him to become the president of the Flat Earth Society. But there's little evidence that this guy was like, yeah, chill vibes. Because when Shenton died, the guy from the lecturer guy just put all of his, his research in the Science Fiction Foundation. <laughs> under He put all his, his library of archives under science fiction. So he clearly didn't believe it. Then we move on to a guy called Charles K. Johnson, an American and a Leo, importantly, very rambunctious man, I'd imagine. He inherited part of the library from his wife and became the president of the International Flat Earth Society of America and Covenant People's Church in California, which then grew to like 3,500 members in the 70s. But but then a fire in his house in 1977 destroyed all the records and the contact numbers of everyone, and they pretty much disbanded. <laughs> And uh, his wife... <laughs> Back who, um, your work up! Literally. And then his wife, who, like, managed the database of it, died as well. So he was like, oh, can't get on to do that. Can't just hire, like, a PA. Or do it him, his bloody self. It's classic Leo behaviour, to be honest. <laughs> like, shirking responsibility. And then when something like that happens, just being like, fair enough. <laughs> Not doing it anymore. CBA. We always... we all, as, a, as a kind of a sign, we do take uh, fires as kind of, as kind of gospel, don't we? We're just mm. like, do you know what? There's probably a reason behind that. Um, <laughs> then we've jumped ahead to 2004. A man called Daniel Shenton, same surname, no relation, uh, resurrected the Flat Earth Society as an online forum, lol, which led to the official relaunch of the society in 2009. And they have their own Wikipedia and a public collection of Flat Earth literature. Then we sort of like, we're in the internet era now. We're in the era of, science, of uh, social media, blah, 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 all the kind of Nazi things you can get online. So this has really flourished in this medium. And generally, so the the, the previous conspiracy, well, it, it wasn't really a conspiracy back then. It was more of a, a kind of scientific theory that was like, when presented with evidence, they were like, no, I don't believe that, whatever. Now it kind of takes on the elements of conspiracy because in a modern world, you can't really kind of look at 
actual images of a globe and be like, I don't believe in that without also being like, there's a reason behind people like NASA and the government perpetuating this myth that the earth is a globe. You kind Mm. of have to really go along for the whole journey now. So Mm. modern flat earthers generally embrace some form of conspiracy theory out of necessity explaining why major major institutions like the government, media outlets, schools, scientists, airlines, all assert the world is a sphere. They tend not to trust observations that they have not made themselves and often distrust or disagree with each other. This is a community of so much infighting. There was an international convention in 2018 for the Flat Earth people. And in that, tons of people disagree with one another. There's lots of infighting. Some people believe the Earth is a diamond. Some people believe it's a disc. Some people don't believe in outer space. Some people don't think mankind has ever travelled there. Um, basically, they really the views are bizarre. Well, I mean, we shouldn't say bizarre at this point. We should just say varied. Lots of lots of people believing mm. exactly the the, the the conclusion that they have come to themselves and nothing else. There's a big kind of thing within the community where a lot of people, basically so people become celebrities almost. There's this guy called, oh, fucking know what's his name? Mm. He's called like Robert Shepard or something. No, he's not Shepard. That'd be too on the nose. Um, I can't remember. Sergeant, Mark Sargent, I think he's called. Oh. And then there's another that, one. That's a man with opinions, that is. Yeah, who lives with his mum, and his mum's not quite sure yet. But she's, she's on the fence about the old flare thing. She's on the, the side of the disc. Um, and there's like a, another one called Patricia Steer, and they like produce lots of content around this, lots of YouTube content, and they are like celebrities within the community. But th- so which sparks other members of the community to just believe that their government plants, conspiracy theorists, that they're like putting propagating false information about this. Like there's so much distrust within this community. They basically Ooh. think that everybody's out to get them a little bit. Cut ahead to 2017. We had a solar eclipse in America. Well, I think America had one. I don't remember us having one. Did we have one? Um, I think we did. But um, I, don't really I remember being one. at work at the time. I was in a meeting, so I can't. <laughs> I can't remember whether it actually happened or not. They wouldn't let you out of um, the eclipse, would they? Because I, I do remember, <laughs> like, not. there was a video of Trump, like, staring directly at it, the thing you're not supposed yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, I, I do don't remember actually remember, that, like, experiencing actually. it myself. <laughs> was it nighttime I think, for I think, us? Maybe it was no, I think it was. I think it was during the day, but it was, like, classic overcast London full of smog, so you couldn't see anything anyway. Oh, fair play. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, and I was, you know, obviously locked inside at, at the at the brewery oh, and yeah, not yeah. allowed out unless it was to go to Australia. So yeah, you're not allowed to stare at the sun. But you, so you'd think that a solar eclipse would kind of prove these people wrong a little bit, but no, it just kind of like <laughs> added more fuels to their fire. Hello, I'm Keir Starmer, and I'm here to tell you about my new business venture. As a submissive piss pig, I can only achieve orgasm through routine humiliation both in the privacy of my old home and extremely publicly through losing labour strongholds to a man who is quite literally just quoted saying he wants everyone in the country to die. Not satisfied with destroying my credibility along with the lives of millions with my sad little campaign? I'm creating a more bespoke humiliation service that I can bring directly to your door. Feeling sidelined in the home? For the small price of a Megabus ticket and Ginster's pasty, I will come to your house and let you beat me up in front of your wife. Don't have a wife but still want to look that little bit more alpha? I'll let you fuck my wife in front of me at your local leisure centre as I cry and plead for you to stop. Or want the full roleplay experience? For $9.99 and 5 bottles of Blue Powerade, I'll come to your house canvassing for the 2024 election and you can shout at me in front of your neighbours and piss all over my pathetic little rosette with thick Blue Powerade piss. Yes, that's right, my name is Keir Starmer and ritualistic humiliation is incredibly erotic to me. I've never been a politician at all, I'm just mummy's naughty little piss pig. Go to labour.org.uk slash Pissplay and enter code STICKY and I will give you 100% off your first 10 purchases. In fact, I'll pay you! Labour, it's time for real change. P.S. Please put a cigarette out in my eye. Hiya, I'm Tommy Fury and I've heard that you've had a bit of a big night. Well... Let me introduce you to my new service, Tommy Fury's Come Down Turn Down. If you've been up till break of dawn chewing your jaw off and everyone else has decided to call it a night, I'll just come round your house. 
You can pull me for a chat anytime and as part of my service, I'll turn up in my trackies and just give you a big cuddle and talk about loads of facts until you fall asleep in my big strong arms. When you wake up, don't worry, I'll still be here and I've taken your chewy out and just put it on the side for you. I'll put an episode of The Simpsons on and give you a big drink of squash out of my personalised bottle. I'll stroke your hair and let you decide what you want from Uber Eats, which I'll go to the door to collect so you don't even have to get out of bed, don't worry. And when you're ready to get rid of me, honestly, I'll just go, no questions asked. But what I will do is I'll send you some nice texts over the next couple of days until your serotonin kicks in again. It's all part of the service, you know. To get me, Tommy Fury, to come and comfort you in your hours of need, you don't even need to do out. Molly May's got really good hearing, so she'll hear your little teeth grinding and just send me down to check on you. So don't worry, it's going to be all right. Trust me, just let me give you a cuddle. So basically, like, this guy called Stephen Novella analysed the modern belief in the flat earth and concluded that despite what most people think about the subject, the believers are completely sincere in their belief and they're not just saying that to wind us up. <laughs> um, this is the core malfunction of the, of the flat earthers and modern populist uh, rejection of expertise in general. It is a horrifically simplistic view of the world that ignores, partly out of ignorance and partly out of motivated reasoning, that uh, all the real complexities of our civilization. It is ultimately lazy, childish, self-indulgent, and results in a profound level of ignorance, drowning in motivated reasoning. Wow. But does those it... are some fighting words. Those are some fighting words. Didn't stop a man called Mike Hughes, who was a daredevil slash flat earth conspiracy theorist. Probably goes hand in hand, I'd say. What, um, what do you mean by daredevil? As in, well, like, the daredevil... film Daredevil? No, as in he was a bit of, like, a extreme sport enthusiast, I guess. Well, oh. basically... He made his own rocket, uh, which he could be inside himself. So this guy, this guy's not dumb. Like he made a rocket out of scrap metal, which was an estimate to cost about twenty thousand dollars, and using a mobile home as a custom launch pad, managed to climb over one thousand eight hundred and seventy-five feet in the air inside the rocket and parachute successfully as well out of it, um, and like was completely fine. <laughs> and then he was like, from up there, he was like, yeah, it looks flat to me. <laughs> Um, (laughs) this is just all sounding like one big episode of top gear it literally is isn't it these people are like that this obviously (laughs) spurred him on a little because from where he what he could see but obviously that was only his belief so from up there Mm. he was like can't see any curve blah 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 a lot of these people literally just look at things from far away and just go like why can i see that there's a curve and that's generally the basis of their understanding of why the earth is flat like, there's yeah. a bit where a guy looks at Seattle from across the lake and just goes, like, yeah, look, I can see it. And we're like, <laughs> okay, cool. Surely the Earth would be gigantic and the curvature is very, very slight, so that it wouldn't really matter. But he's like, no. Anyway, Mike Hughes made another rocket because he said real evidence would only come with larger rockets, which is a, <laughs> it's a theory I can get behind. And in Feb 2020, uh, he piloted his own steam-powered rocket in a further attempt to prove the Earth was flat, but... There was an accident caused by an early deployment and separation of the return parachute of the vehicle. The rocket impacted after falling from an altitude of several hundred feet and he died. So that's the end right. of that. <laughs> you think. But no. Uh, and the, the, with the death of, of him, a death of a great man and a great conspiracy theorist. Mm, um, not long ago. This is fresh. A fresh death. Yeah. So basically, I'll take you on the journey of what, of the, of the kind of the theories that I could sort of ascertain from watching a lot of this content, because there's a lot of it online. And it's interesting, it's fun. So basically, to believe in the flat earth these days is to also believe in like a high stakes international government conspiracy, because along with the belief that we live on a flat earth comes the belief that there has been a gigantic cover up to protect us from knowing this information. So you kind of have to come along for the, for the whole journey. You can't just sort of like dip your toe in the flat earth. You have to fully fall onto it. So people believe that the United States and the Soviet Union discovered that the earth had borders in 1960 and have been trying to cover it up ever since. They even believe the logo of the United Nations, which is like a picture of the earth surrounded by these, like by kind of like these big feathery things. 
I don't know, that looks like a little Cannes Film Festival logo, mm. is actually a picture of the Earth, the flat Earth. <laughs> Part of, so the, the first step then is to believe that the moon landing was fake, because obviously if you're going to get up there and see the Earth, there goes your theory. But they think the moon landing was fake, the classic, like, um, there is no wind to blow the, uh, on the flag mm. on the moon, but the flag was blowing. Why was the camera off the space shuttle before he got off the space shuttle? There's like crosshairs and stuff you can see. Also, the technology you can that you can use to view this this footage is now completely destroyed. The actual footage itself is kind of patchy. You can't like analyze it very well because it only exists in copy form. And all the technology that that, that um, NASA used to fly to the moon originally in the 60s now no longer exists, and it was all destroyed. So people find that quite fishy. Mm. And they also, of... mm-hmm. also, has anyone been on the moon since the moon landing? No. The technology doesn't exist anymore. So that's really bizarre to me. Mm. Because surely, right, someone, someone goes to the moon once, you'd like everyone to the moon, wouldn't you? There would if be in, can... like moon influencers. Moon Chrissy influencers, Teigen would have yeah. been up there. Oh, absolutely. I could like, all of the, Yeah, all of the influencers who went to Dubai at Christmas would have gone to the moon by now. <laughs> to get away from COVID. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, literally. To me, like, I suppose, obviously, at the time, very spenny. They did that whole space race thing with Russia. They were, like, determined to get up there. Mm. I didn't actually go beyond a man telling me that that was fishy to to look into the reason why NASA destroyed that technology, which I'm sure is probably, like, a fairly <laughs> sound reason. And they don't have the, re- the resource to go back to the moon now they've already been there. Now they've shoved a flag in it. But... Mm. Yeah, it kind of adds a bit of fuel to the fire of these people. They think if NASA lied about that, and they clearly faked the moon landing, clearly Stanley Kubrick has filmed this himself in a studio in Hollywood, that what else have NASA lied about? Mm. So, um, this is actually true as well. So there's uh, all the pictures that you can see of the globe Earth, a classic like picture of the Earth that you would see if you Googled it isn't real because it's impossible to take a picture of it because it's so large. The actual pictures that you would see, the general certified pictures from NASA, are composite images, which are created by a satellite flying around the Earth and taking loads and loads of pictures. Then it's pieced together. NASA have themselves even admitted that they photoshopped it. If you zoom in on certain pictures of the Earth, you can see that certain cloud formations have been copy and pasted. It has been constructed, but they believe it's been constructed for some kind of nefarious purpose, as opposed to the idea that the camera wouldn't be able to capture it, so they had to sort of create it. So basically, like, the distrust around this moon landing and NASA is a bit of a, of a, of a gateway into this thing. So people are, are suspicious about all this stuff. I'm and, suspicious now. I mean, it's interesting. Like, I don't know why they did that. I'm sure they have an explanation, which I didn't bother to look up. <laughs> but you didn't need to. So I didn't need to, because I obviously have the, the answer to this at the end, so it's fine. Okay. I'm sure they like, someone was just, like, didn't, wasn't asked. And, like as someone who is a bit like that in my own workplace. Fair. So another thing people get quite het up about is the idea of the Big Bang Theory and the theory of gravity, because they will tell you they are just theories. They've never been proven. They are just a theory. Basically, all this is based on two theories that aren't completely proven. I mean, we're all kind of at a stage in our lives where we can accept that gravity is probably real and the Big Bang is probably real, unless you're christian i guess because they don't like that first one but then i feel like everyone's on board with gravity these people aren't they don't believe in it people also bring the bible into it a lot because the bible talks about the edge of the sea and a dome over the earth and like it also has this idea of the earth having four corners that you can reach and like and you can get to the edges of the earth kind of thing that's all in the bible so basically we are on a disc this is what they believe. We're on a disc with the North Pole in the middle and the Antarctic is a giant ice wall. Interestingly, the UN in the 1950s signed a treaty, for all countries signed a treaty to not let anyone ever go to Antarctica, which is interesting in itself. Mm. You're not allowed to go there. You can go on expeditions there, but you have to be very monitored by a specific group of people and you can't just go to Antarctica. Planes Why don't... is that? They, I guess for protection, I guess it's like quite a hostile environment. It would cost a lot of money to get people there. People mm. would likely die. But planes don't fly over it and it's very kind of controlled. You really can't go anywhere near it unless you're going on a very specific reasons. I guess like Attenborough can go over there and have a look at some penguins, but that's about it. You were pretty that's so questions. weird because like you, you can go to the other one. You can go to the Arctic and like well, the they take the middle, like it's fine. but yeah they take like kids to like lapland and, and shit yeah that is that's that's quite something 
Yeah, it's by a treaty of the United Nations, you're not allowed to go there. Oh. They also point out that there's a story about um, a plane journey from the Philippines to Los Angeles, and mid-flight, someone's a woman on the, on board's water broke, so they had to do an emergency landing to get her help. And even though on the, if you look at the flight path on the globe, you can see that the plane travelling from the Philippines to LA is a pretty much a straight line. The plane actually landed in Alaska, which makes no sense if you can if you ascribe to the globe model of the Earth because it's actually further away from Los Angeles, so it wouldn't make any sense for a plane to emergency land there. But on the flat Earth map you can see that Alaska is actually en route to Los Angeles and you would fly over it. So they also point to that as another explanation as to what's actually going on. People also just generally don't believe they can see the curvature ever. (laughs) That's one thing they always say. They also say, why can't we feel it spinning? They want to know about that too. They're furious about that one. Um, There's also a more interesting theory. This is only obviously a fringe element of the a fringe fraction of the earth the flat society believe that we're actually on the inner disc inner circle of a disc and beyond the ice wall is even more continents which also <gasps> has its own sun which is called roll um R- called what roll so ours is sol and theirs is roll um oh, come on. so we travel in a clockwise direction we rotate in a clockwise direction and the other disc uh, rotates in an anti-clockwise direction and there's a huge gate in the ice wall called the summer gate and beyond that they have continents called Hapis, Geminia, Pit- Pitatia, Libris and Thoth. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Who like, the fuck came up with them? I mean it's like for me that's quite a fun story and like I'd probably I'd tolerate a a Game of Thrones HBO drama about that sounds quite fun. Yeah, that sounds sick. These people have good imaginations. <laughs> I'll give them yeah. that. So yeah, which is as an interesting theory is disproved, but it's not thought to be true by other flat earthers. There's quite a lot of division about that. But some people do believe like the the guy Mark Sargent. He will. I was watching an interview with somebody, and he just puts his like kind of propaganda over the top of the video, and one of them is just like a picture of a gigantic flat earth with these extra continents. I'm like, babes, no explanation. Love that. It's just so forthright. It's just like, <laughs> yep, other continents. Ask me about it later. Um, he's also saving up money, by the way. He's getting funding to go and travel through the summer gate and find these other continents, which would be quite fun to see. Oh um, my God. I yeah. would love to watch a content series on that. He's got like quite a lovely voice, but he's quite, he's quite uncharismatic. Like I've already forgotten what he looks like. But I've watched a lot of content uh, with him. He also has this really fun lady called Patricia Steer, who they kind of co- co-present this uh, kind of YouTube show together a lot of the time. And she's, like, very sexy and cool. Like, obviously, she's kind of like the flat earth, like, mama. She's she's kind of like that kind of person. Like, there's a video of them going to NASA together and just kind of like, bullshit. <laughs> Point of things just going, bullshit. <laughs> like when my parents took me down a slate mine when I was really depressed in Wales I mean Tiny nearly got chucked off the train in the in the slate mine I would <laughs> chuck off a train in the slate mine true <laughs> <laughs> but it was very much like the science museum because like like I don't think these places are very well funded and like they would go to like specific exhibits and like attractions at the NASA center in Texas and being like, that doesn't work. Like, further, like one point for us. <laughs> they were like really, they were so point scorey based on this kind of like probably quite underfunded museum. <laughs> I really is, love that. Which is like, if, if I went to the science museum, like literally seventy percent of the exhibits don't work there. And mm. just be going like, oh, I can't look at the genealogy tracker. Fake genes are fake. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's, I just, I love that. That sort of like evidence. I think it's quite um it's quite charming really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they seem quite pleasant. I don't think they'd like throw a punch at you. And they like what I do really like about them is that like a lot of the they can, um, there's a bit there's a documentary I watched um where they ask Patricia if she sees herself as like a flat earth celebrity and she's like I couldn't possibly think of that like for me it's all about community and I like to provide people with information and I like to connect with people. Um, and I think think for me like for for both of us it's really like this is what this is for us and we don't see ourselves as like higher than anywhere else this is a community and it cuts to Mark and he's like 
Um, actually, I do consider myself slow. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, that's a nice sentiment, Patricia, but, uh, but I, I very I... much get the girls here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And please use my discount code for 20% off uh, diet tea. Um... <laughs> I mean, he. Do- I don't think they get any sponsors, but if they did, you know, Mark. Well, Mark does have his own T-shirt line, which is just "I am Mark Sargent," <laughs> which people <laughs> use to identify themselves as flat earthers. It's kind of like a bit of like a stonemason handshake kind of thing, because they all know, obviously, know the name. Um, <laughs> so I think it's really bizarre that like this. So all of this so far sounds so fantastical and um, there's Mm. so much speculation and it's, you know, it's quite engaging. And from what you've um, described as Mark being, like their celebrity is a highly uncharismatic man that's entirely forgettable. Like you'd think... I would describe him as benign. Right. He's just like, like, he seems like a friendly, a friendly dad, but with no children and lives with his mum. Right, because like I, I would just imagine you'd have someone in like luxurious robes or something um, as your spokesperson. Mm. But I suppose like having a mundane spokesperson kind of makes it more believable in a in a way. Yeah, because these people are truthers. They're like they are, they kind of characterize themselves as ordinary people who have stopped sort of like drinking the Kool Aid, don't believe the government's mm. lies anymore, and they're sort of like in it to win it. Let's find out what's really going on. Let's build our own rocket ships and fly up and just look at things <laughs> which I love is the like idea of, of building my own rocket ship just to go and have a look <laughs> and then when we when he gets down to just take your word for it <laughs> like, what, did you, what did you see mike oh yeah it's flat fair play there there's a really like charming bit where um they basically do this like which is quite like a well thought out experiment where basically they have a they have like two equally sized uh, boards quite far apart from each other and they just like sort of they hammer into the earth they cut a circle through each board at exactly the same position and they shine a high powered laser from one end to the other and if the laser hits the other end or like you can see you can see the laser through that specific hole it proves that the earth is flat and if there was curvature then the uh, laser would just fly slightly over or slightly under or whatever it was and like it cuts these people doing it and like he's like do you know what fair play to scientists experiments are really hard (laughs) (laughs) and they always talk they don't talk about it as science they talk about it as just experiments and I think that's also really charming (laughs) I've got a bachelor's degree in experiments (laughs) (laughs) well they wouldn't subscribe to like um, government controlled academia they would they would it's just Mm. to them it's just like haphazard experiments and uh and just sort of various like high stakes daredevil things <laughs> like john tickle's brainiac <laughs> yeah it's like if jackass uh met john tickle <laughs> <laughs> so what you might be asking yourself now is like okay if i am to believe that the earth is flat it's a floating disc in space if we're in a snow globe on someone's desk in a different dimension why do the, do our government lie to us about it why are they doing so much to cover this up so that's obviously the conspiracy element of it. Um, so basically this all stems back to control and how we are controlled as a society. We're kind of fed consumerism. Like people point to the fact that um, we are we're allowed to have alcohol. We're not allowed to have like psychedelic drugs because drugs like that, like alter the mind, expand the mind. There's a creepy bit where um, uh, Shane Dawson's brother, who was one of my sources, <laughs> Um, says that 90% of people who take the drug um, DHT apparently hear the phrase, we're so glad you've discovered this technology when you take the drug. And that's apparently, that's apparently a thing, according to Shane Dawson's brother, which obviously made Shane Dawson go, oh my God. (laughs) But we can't trust paedophiles. So... Um, yeah, we're, we're fed alcohol prescription drugs to make us submissive. Uh, we are kind of blinded by consumerism. And the government keeps us sleepy, keeps us like little sheeple. Because they're worried that if we believe that we're on a globe floating through space, that we were completely created by chance and that any one second we could be killed by an asteroid makes us feel nihilistic and terrified and existential and we'll all run amok and destroy society. Which, like, obviously a lot of people do believe that and they don't. 
So <laughs> basically, we'll, we'll feel like we have less purpose. And so we, we consume, we distract ourselves as opposed to feeling like we actually have a place in the world. Because if you believe that we're on a, a secret disc, <laughs> um, it's kind of a lot of people feel like they have a more of a connection to Earth and they feel like they have more of a purpose in life, which is, I suppose, fair mm. enough. Because I guess you'd feel a bit more special if you were like on a, a special dome. And interestingly, like when you look up, when you research this stuff, the majority of the articles, even like Wikipedia, which is meant to be kind of like nonpartisan and non-biased, will point to it as a um, archaic theory or a or misinformation or pseudoscience, as opposed to just giving you like this is what people think about this idea. Mm. Like lots of it is skewed, and lots of the videos I watched, interestingly, like have like a disclaimer on it kind of like when trump tweets about the election uh it was it says like this isn't true when you go on the video which i've never seen on a youtube video before but it like does on the flat on all the flat earth videos and it's like this is um unproven pseudoscience so i wish they did that for like sub tweets that people make (laughs) this is about you babe (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like it's interesting like and and because they're all kind of, when you Google it, all the articles are about uh, scepticism or they're kind of like making fun of it. They're talking about that people is crazy. Um, the government even runs a website called the Flat Earth Society, which purposely pushes out mad information to make it seem extra crazy. And their kind of argument, if it's, if, if, if it's such a stupid theory and we're all crazy, why is there so much effort put into disproving it and discrediting yeah. it? Which is an interesting point. I, I suppose if you're like anti-vax... Yeah. Um, then there's like there's You're a vested interest and reason into stopping anti-vaxxers because like mm. their actions will cause people to die. But like this is just quite a nice theory. But yeah, it's it can be seen as silly, but like it's not hurting anyone, is it? Other well, than that some... guy that died in the rocket. Apart from who did die. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I suppose scientists would argue then that like giving people free reigns with this stuff um, because. I think it's it's called like the something Kruger effect where you basically like you look at enough signs. You're basically just you're you have your end result already. Science mm. is about going from one kind of like unknown using evidence to find out a truth. Mm. It's about truth finding. Whereas yeah. this is the other way around, where like you've reached your thing already, you have your and then you're looking for everything that supports that idea. Yeah. So you're kind so it's of just like confirmation bias. Exactly, it's, it's confirmation like, yeah. bias. So basically, with these things getting more widespread and more well-known, they argue that like people in more high-level government positions and stuff may start not believing in other things like climate change, which they obviously right. don't. And it, become, it kind of creates this area where pseudoscience has given a, a platform, which it really shouldn't do, because it obviously can spread to things like anti-vax or anti-climate change, that, that kind of thing. So that's mm. the kind of argument as to why we should shit on this stuff. Um, okay. Which is, also, which is also fair. Yeah, um, I get that. But, I also... but also, also imagine being that person who works the US government, whose job it is to maintain the Flat Earthers' um, ridiculous <laughs> website. <laughs> that is such an intern job, isn't it? Isn't like, it? But first wouldn't it be like the best your... job in the world? <laughs> <laughs> what can I come up with, this, with today? Yeah, you'd have like morning that. stand-up to be like... Mm, what ridiculous propaganda shall I put out today? <laughs> what shall I upload to the shop? You're like I just think your so CV propaganda intern. <laughs> oh, you definitely wouldn't get in the Secret Santa, would you? No. Or you'd get like a really like base level present from someone. You'd get like a flat earth snow globe for your desk and you'd be like, bitch. Uh, I deal when, with this every single day. It's like you know yeah. when you have when you're at work and someone finds out you like something and therefore all of the jokes and your birthday present and stuff all like specifically relate to that. Literally, um, one time my auntie asked me, it was like, "What are you studying at school at the moment?" I was like, "Oh, we're doing like space, I guess, or whatever." And about seven birthdays worth of spaceship, just like <laughs> of space, like pictures of planets. And obviously now that I'm a flat earther, it's yeah. <laughs> what a waste say. of time. <laughs> Put that in your flat earth museum. Do you like to dawdle? 
Do you find yourself wandering aimlessly around and watching the world go by? Do you and your partner tend to walk a good foot apart from one another really slowly and take up the whole path? Do you sometimes just abruptly stop in the middle of the street without a care in the world? Are you straight? Well, I've got just the thing for you and it's called Hurry the Fuck Up. If you're going to walk so slowly, you might as well just stay at home and just look on Street View or something. Your slow walking stresses me out and I do consider it violence. Please don't do it anymore. Get a bike or go on the bus, you little witch. Hello, I'm Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> no. <laughs> the convention they had, like, they're very engaged, these people. And they made some, there's this one guy who makes, like, this lo these like lovely like flat earth based um, pieces of furniture where like he's like sanded <laughs> down the earth and put it in tables and stuff. It's actually quite nice. Aww. It's quite mid century modern. Okay, uh, maybe I'll look that up and put some in my new flat. Yeah, he's called Chris Pontius, which I swear is a man from Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there can be two people called that, but also I think it's fishy. Mm. Um. So yeah. Pe so also people say that. If we all found out we were on a disc, uh, the most natural thing for us all to do is try and escape. <laughs> and the government couldn't have that. And go where? I, well, obviously through the summer gate to these new continents, Thoth. Oh, the, the floating island of Thoth. Which, like, ob we'd obviously just devastate it, wouldn't we? I'm sure yeah. Thothians have a lovely time. And we'd come here with all our bloody new ideas. Our gayness. <laughs> We'd fuck them all, get them all addicted to Snapchat. They would want that. <laughs> but, like, passing through the summer gate to an island that's one letter away from Thought sounds right. like like <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the most gay thing ever. So, like, maybe they're all queer on this other disc. <laughs> I would posit that it's a, it's a queer disc. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the outer ring of a donut. Like... <laughs> Would you rather be in the outer ring of a donut or the innards of a donut? Like, would you rather be, like, the under... Like a, yeah, would you rather be the sprinkles or, like, the thick jam in the middle, unable to see beyond it? I'd rather be the, the mega mix on top, to be honest. Or would you rather be the alien overlord controlling all of this? <laughs> That's where the it really comes down donut to. donut maker in the sky. So basically, like, mm. I think it just... It comes down to sort of a sense of purpose and a sense of people being quite disillusioned with everything. It just comes down to the nature of why people believe in conspiracy theories, really. Like, mm. they kind of are dissatisfied and they want something to... They want they want to be something more, I guess. So, like, what do you think? Do you think the Earth is flat? Well, I... I have... Okay, so I've got this thing, right? I cannot believe that air travel exists. And every time I go mm. on an aeroplane, um, I find it so bizarre... That I get into this little metal box and then I land in this new place where there are people with like autonomy and their own lives and stuff. And I just mm. cannot wrap my head around the fact that you can go from one place to another and that and that's real life. Like I always, whenever I go on a plane and I like get off the plane and I like, for example, if I go and see my family in Australia, I always think that it's some kind of like sort of like simulation because I can't wrap my head around the fact that you could go around a globe so I mean. in in that respect I think I do have some kind of natural markers for flat earther like that lurk within me because like I flat back of the head yeah um <laughs> I've got a flat ass um yeah so I look I I am a person of science you have a big a big sinking clit yeah I have a big sinking clit um, and that makes me kind of want to follow the, I guess, the scientific path. But also, you know, like you presented some quite good evidence to suggest mm. that, you know, this this could be real. I think that Antarctica thing is fucking weird. And I wonder whether there are like other conspiracy theories as to sort of what's going probably, on down I'll, there. I'll dig out the file on Antarctica that I've been given by the CIA by our source. Yeah. Have a look at yeah. that, to be honest. I think we should solve that as well. Um, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> what is Antarctica? <laughs> Let's get existential about Antarctica. <laughs> I would love that. Um, I also just love this idea. Like, I, I cannot get away from this idea of there being other continents that you go through a gate. And, like, mm. considering how fucked this world is right now, 
um you know we've destroyed it with climate change um there's like a lot of fascism going around um i'm fucking exhausted there's a pandemic like chemicals we... and bad vibes yeah yeah chemtrails over everyone's <laughs> over the conservative house club. yeah <laughs> um i really i just love this idea. like it's pure escapism isn't it this idea that you can yeah. just pass through a gate and go and find a completely different world that that's like this far off land that almost feels like some kind of like weird nirvana but you can experience it before you die like, i love that and as you say mm. that would make such a great tv show um i mean it's so... a very truman show it's like it's kind of you get to the edge of something and there's just nothing else there and yeah it's all kind of a simulation like that's a very popular theory too right the whole like yeah. it's a simulation thing but yeah. like I mean, I get it. Like, I understand why people believe this stuff. I think it comes down to disillusionment and not feeling like you have a place in the world. I wonder yeah. if you can guess what percentage of the flat Earth community are straight white men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. I'm basing this on like just like video footage which I've just looked at with my eyes. I mean, it's going to be high, isn't it? I w- I I would say. About 89% white men, about 10% white women, and then, like, 1% miscellaneous POC who are kind of, who have been hoodwinked. <laughs> like, it, yeah, you're right. It is a very white person thing to to spend all of your time obsessing over. I do just like, generally think conspiracy theories as a whole are such a white thing. Is that, like, too much to say? I don't. I don't think so, and I. But I think because I think that there's like an element of privilege in it, isn't it? Uh, like like that's, if, that's if, it, literally. Yeah, because if you're like a person of color or you're a like you have so queer much other person, shit to deal with. <laughs> you've got so much shit to deal with that directly affects your life, and that you know that you're like actively harmed by like you know like police brutality and um unequal yeah. like economic status and and all of that kind of stuff um whereas if you're a privileged white person like there's you've got so much more time you've got so much more emotional energy to get swept up in these things and i think yeah. there's also like an element of it in the like white people need to feel like a minority in some way um mm. and there's almost an attraction becoming, to being on the fringes of society. Yeah, yeah, and like if you if you are not that through like your identity or whatever, then you can almost kind of create this minority thing of being like we're not being heard, we're not being believed. It's 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 some like some, like it's I Trumpism. certainly experienced it like yeah like um, being part of a of a community. Like yes, there are some bad elements of it. Um, but it does provide you with like that community, which I think quite a lot of like straight white right leaning people like don't have communities formed out of pain and and um I think exactly that, yeah, and like because the crux of this is a belief that the government is in some way inhibiting these people, controlling them, keeping them subdued so that they can't achieve their true purpose which is such a white man thing to believe. And it's like, for people of colour, for queer people, it's like, yeah, of course the government is out to get us. We can, like, see that every fucking day. Mm. Police, with police brutality, with, like, fucking laws being passed against our sexuality, like, pe- like the bathroom fucking ban for trans people. Like, mm. the, we, we are, like, subject to that every single day. We don't need to believe that there's some kind of, like, mystical... I mean, I'm sure, like, the fact of the matter is, of course, as a shadowy society watching over us all and, like, keeping us all in check, like, it is just, it's oligarchies and it's people with loads of money, it's big businesses mm. and big tech and stuff who have mm. political influence and they are making the world be in their tune to sort of, like, save them on taxes and, you know, kind of keep things the way they like them a little bit. Of mm. course that happens and that affects us more than it affects you. So... yeah. I guess it is an escape, escapist fantasy to want to feel like a minority and to feel like you're being <laughs> subjugated in some way when the fact of the matter is that you're just like sad and lonely <laughs> and that's literally yeah. it. <laughs> and like, yeah. like community out of oppression is obviously a thing and it's so like a really beautiful thing but it kind of comes, it's almost like 
for but us you have it to, wasn't like, a choice and for them and it is and it genuinely comes from oppression yeah that you haven't created yourself like yeah. um it's not a because that's what i always find with like um like like conservatives or trump supporters is they like claim to be oppressed because someone disagrees with them and i think like a lot of the time like and you you hear it with like like staunch centrist remainers as well like this is the mm. first time in their lives that anyone anything has negatively affected their ability to live their lives in comfort um and look at anytime the people yeah and anytime there's like actually affected their lives properly on a noticeable exactly. level impedes exactly. them from doing their day-to-day life yeah and fucking kick off about it yeah that, that's and it I think, all over yeah and i think like becoming a conspiracy theorist like in this in this vein like it's like creating that kind of feeling of being a minority and and having something again i guess it comes down to having something that's like bigger than you because if your life is fine or you know even if you have problems in your life but you don't have an outlet to do anything about them like creating that sense of purpose where you believe in something higher and you want to fight for it kind of gives you a bit of like gives you a reason to live i suppose or really i mean something i think to focus literally on. like if you're a middle-aged white man and you have failed to make anything of yourself in a world literally built and designed for by and for people exactly like you and you're still living in your mum's basement and you're still like the classic cliche a bit of a failure a bit of a so a bit of a loner mm. of course you believe in this shit mm. okay so the the fundamental question is the earth flat no, it fucking isn't. <laughs> it's not. It's not flat. And I also will say to you, my fundamental finding in all of this, my mm. the solution I've come to, is also white men's, because uh, it is it is pretty much just white men, and then some yeah. women who've been dragged along by them. Oh, but there's a disturbing bit where there's like, there's like 12-year-old speaks up at the conference whose parents have brought him, and it's like, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> the Flat Earth Society is Greta Thunberg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Evil Greta. Um, but it's, I think, because we're all bound to this earth, to Mother Earth, and I think it is the white men's appetite, and it's their discomfort with accepting they are completely bound and their survival their survival is like necessitated by a woman with curves and they aren't happy because <laughs> mother earth is a big curvy sphere and do you know what let her be she's happy it's actually fat phobic to be a flat earther um, i would say so <laughs> i i get you i completely get you also, yeah, I just hate like, the idea of us being on a disc. That's so stupid. <laughs> What's on the other side of it? Is it just like mountains? Like, where's the like? What about lava and the core of the earth? Like, what the fuck? Like, there's so, there's so there's so many things wrong. With this. <laughs> and I know it's stupid. Like, I do. I am like drawn to the idea that like um, people say call someone a conspiracy theorist to discredit them, and I think that is used in situations where. The, the the thing behind it is probably true, aka Epstein's death or whatever. Like mm. for me, like it seems natural that the government would be like, that's a conspiracy theory. And as soon as you use those words, it is therefore like null and void. That person's crazy for believing it, and you feel mm. like you're discredited. And I totally understand that that is done to people, but in this case, you deserve it. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> It's not fucking flat, all right? <laughs> it's a curvy curvy young mama who is just trying to live her life floating through space, waiting for the day we'll mercifully be all killed by an asteroid. <laughs> Maybe the asteroid will then just flatten the Earth and they will get what they want. I, um, I, do you know what? I hope so. <laughs> for all of our sakes. Yeah. So there you have uh, it. No, it's yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Um... It flat, babes. Sorry about it. So you've wasted all this time and money. <laughs> but do you know what? If they've got the time and money to waste, just at least they're doing that and they're not like, you know, if you're 100% focused on being a flat earther, yeah, there might be an escalation up to being a climate change denier, but at least you're not like focusing on Blue Lives Matter or the anti-vax cause. Um, yeah. Like at least you're just being a fancy boy 
basically I mean, like obsessed with this like Terry Pratchett view of the world. As it's sort of like it is kind of a bit of like an all encompassing theory and it has ties to other ones, like the Illuminati, etc. There's a rampant vein of transphobia in there too. <laughs> oh my god, I can, <laughs> I can only imagine. Uh, like they're like this guy's like reeling off a bunch of things he believes and like one of them is that like men are being turned to women and women are being turned to men just uh, that he just put leaves it there and like patricia one of the one of the the flat earther people and there's a constant thing going around which just completely discredit that uh people think that she's either a lizard or a uh, trans woman (laughs) two genders the two genders a lizard person or a trans woman and she has to constantly be like I, I mean, yeah, exactly. Why not? I, I mean, I, I do think they do think they, she is both, some of them. But it's like the ultimate evil for them is like this this idea of being deceived or hoodwinked in mm. some way. And like they are purity, they are truth, they are justice, but they are just a bunch of 40-year-old men called Randy. And they blow themselves up in rockets. <laughs> There's a, And like they did that laser thing I mentioned earlier to see the curvature and they were like so fucking set on the fact that they were gonna it was gonna prove them right and at the very end of this documentary i watched they shine the light through the hole and the guy's like oh, i can't see anything and he's like hold oh on God. can you can you lower it by like a, a few inches and he's like oh i can see it now <laughs> and the guy goes oh well, that's, that's interesting <laughs> like too much time too much money wasted energy i could understand why you might be taken in by this but like you clearly have imagination and you have like the ability and the desire to like to to do to do scientific experiments and to to find out more about the world and to ask questions and those are good positive traits just use Mm. them for something good Mm. although i do wish uh like uk transphobes were blowing themselves up in rockets um, I mean, I would, would love that. It would mean that, you know, you wouldn't have any neighbours in North London, but, but it you know would solve like, a big problem for us. When I lived in East London, there was so many fireworks all the time and I kind of missed that. So it would be quite nice to have <laughs> a bit of a bit of <laughs> a nighttime display. <laughs> <laughs> and with each with each rocket, knowing that that's like some fucking Guardian columnist gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thanks, James. I have been taken on a journey today. Um, I really enjoyed that, and like, I do, I do, I do think there's something like quite fantastical about it. Um, yeah. And if you haven't already, like, please write a treatment for this TV series because it just sounds so fucking great. Um, I mean, I'd have to go down the rabbit hole again, and it's like, it's. I mean, a rabbit hole implies it's dark and mysterious and winding. It's just like it's actually just a pit full of old men. <laughs> It's just like a very like exposed pit in like with a dry heat. It's like it's actually just not fun to be in. So it's like it's there's like no, chariots. Yeah, there's no whimsy involved. <laughs> and there's no there's no wonderland for Alice to find. It is just it's just chariots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 no fun at all really. Right. Um I think well, I'll leave that to them to make because it's a better use of their time. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I guess, James, I'll just see you in Thoth then. Yeah, um, see you in Thoth, babe. <laughs> Get your Summergate body ready. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the COVID response in Thoth is. <laughs> I bet Thoth has like a Thothian Jacinda Ardern to keep more than check. Oh, I bet they do. I bet they do. They've they've definitely got that um that Summergate like properly reinforced to <laughs> keep us all out. Fuck me, imagine. A Summergate thigh gap, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is the Antarctica's thigh gap. It's how you escape. <laughs> but, like, I do, like, I don't know what the, it's called. It's called, like, the something, the something Kruger effect, where people obviously see all these signs and stuff. And watching these videos, the bits where they cut, like, information from NASA scientists and stuff, like, one, like, contextless sentence, and then just, like, woo. And then it, and it like flashed up images of sheep and stuff. It's like that doesn't make it any more convincing, babe. Like I love, I love, I love production value. I love drama. I love um, hijinks, but that's not convincing. Me. <laughs> it's basically how I wrote all of my university essays. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, it's literally, it's just pure filler. And, Sh- and Shane Dawson gasping. <laughs> well, there you have it. The Earth's not flat. So Great. there you go. Stop um, it. Proven. Proven. Um, thanks Solved. for Done. Thanks for solving um, that, that You're very welcome. Um, conspiracy for me. Thanks for tuning in to Sticky Leaks. Join us next time when we'll be scouring this round Earth for more mystery and intrigue. The curvaceous, round, full, full-bodied Earth. <laughs> <laughs> For more ridiculous things to solve and disprove. (laughs) On this thick bitch of a spear. Exactly. Love you, Illy, T-T-Y-L. Bye. Bye, babes. Bye.